In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. With your permission, Lord, present in the Blessed Sacrament. Our meditation this afternoon is on hope. And hope because we are going to get back to our ordinary lives after this retreat. And we need hope. We need hope just to take up again our duties, the duties of our state in life, our spiritual life, our apostolate, all the things we are involved in. We need hope to carry them out successfully. And we turn to the Lord, who is the source of our hope. What's the best text to meditate about hope? The book of Psalms. In the book of Psalms, you have these amazing prayers that it's about the hope we have because God is with us. And in Psalm 91, we read... Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. All of us who are people who have decided to become people who pray, all of us somehow dwell in the shelter of the Most High. Because we know that the temple in the New Testament is Christ. The temple is the church, of course, and in the church there is material buildings, but each one of us, you know, because Christ is in us, that's the temple. And if we want to be souls of prayer, we are in touch with God. And if we are in touch with God, we are in his house, we are in his place, and he will take care of us. So, Lord, thank you for all the good decisions I have made here, all the good decisions that I make, always saying, thank you, Lord, for these decisions I make in my prayer. If I decide to be close to you through mental prayer... I will be in the shelter of the Most High. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, the psalm goes, my God in whom I trust. If we have decided to pray better, we have made a good decision because we find our refuge in God and we connect with God in prayer. That's the source of our hope. As we go back to our ordinary lives, things are going to go okay if we trust God, if we pray, if we abandon ourselves in his hands. Lord, here I am. Increase my hope. I abandon myself in you. I know that when I get back, it's not going to be easy. The difficulties are going to be there. But I have transformed my heart. You have transformed my heart in these days here. So I want to make of you my refuge forever, my fortress You are my God, Lord, one in whom I trust. Surely he will save you, says the psalmist, you know, from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. 
He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. All these possible potential problems for us, right? That we find in our everyday ordinary lives. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. If we want to, we can always be in God's presence. If we want to, we can always turn to Jesus. We can turn to him in prayer. We can turn to him in the Blessed Sacrament. We can turn to him in the sacraments, in penance, the Eucharist. And we will find the Lord there. And with him, as the psalm goes, you know, with the Lord, I can charge an army. With you, Lord, I can charge an army. With you, Lord, I can scale the city walls. There is this image in the book of Psalms of this man that is a warrior, that is God's warrior. And he's going to scale the city walls to enter the city and to destroy the city to build up a new one. And you guessed right that the warrior is Jesus Christ. Huh? But in him, we can do all these things. In him, we can beat sin. In him, with him, we can carry out our apostolic dreams. With him, we can carry out our personal holiness. Because with you, Lord, I can charge an army. With you, Lord, I can scale the city walls. The Lord is the source of our hope. When we need hope, when we need eh, motivation, when we need uh, start anew with freshness, eh, what we need to do is to turn to the Lord. Because with him, the victory you know, is going to come for sure. The psalmist develops this theme, right? A thousand may fall at your side. 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You see, we are powerful in God, in Christ. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. Imagine. Imagine to live always with this optimism, to feel safe. All of, that comes, all of that comes from your prayer, your turning to the Lord. That's the way we build up hope. It's not that we build up hope. It's that we trust in the Lord, we turn to him, and then he gives us this hope. Right? So... Let's ask our Lord always to be souls of prayer. Eh? He will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra, the serpent. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. Lord, I want to be this person. This person who feels strong because you are with me. Our strength is the Lord who made heaven and earth. That's another psalm. In the book of Psalms, you see these invitations you know, to, to trust God's strength. And I, we can decide to turn the Lord into our refuge, right? And now it is the Lord who speaks. 
because he loves me, being he, you, because he loves me, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him. I will, I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. The source of our hope is you, the Lord. So thank you for being always there, Lord. Thank you for all the things you have transmitted to me in these days of prayer. Give me a grace, Lord, to work on them and to find my strength in you. The disciples on the road to Emmaus realized that this is the Lord. This man is bringing us something new. We were discouraged. We were just abandoning the project. And now this man turned around our hearts. This man is the Lord talking to them, explaining to them the scriptures, etc. This man is the one who helped us. Stay with us, they said. And that's our prayer now. Stay with me, Lord. Now when I'm about to go back to the real world, you know, stay with me, Lord. Stay with me because with you, things work out. Without you, I am, you know, I'm not going to last for too long, right? It's only with you, Lord, that things work out well. We need to <clears throat> ask our Lord for this hope. Hope is a supernatural virtue, one of the theological virtues. And we ask our Lord for it. Lord, increase my hope. Uh, as we ask our Lord to increase our faith, we ask our Lord to increase our hope, our love. But also we need to grow in this human hope. Uh? We cannot just be people who you know, focused on the divine. We need also to work on the human because both go together, right? And there is this human hope. We've got to be very hopeful in our human endeavors, in our human projects, in the good things we want to do, let us have always good human hope as well. To be always ready to try again and to try again. And if this didn't work out, I'm going to try in a different way. But we never stop because we have human hope. And that human hope, when it applies to supernatural goals, then is the supernatural hope. And we ask our Lord for that as well. But we're going to be human beings, people with lots of hope and not only human hope, also supernatural. Eh? Both. There is nothing impossible to him who will try. That's Alexander the Great. There is nothing impossible to him who will try. What is it, Lord, that I think that is kind of impossible in my life? There is nothing impossible to him who will try. If we try, things can get better. Plus, if we try with you, Lord, if we try to make progress in this struggle for holiness, it is possible. It will be possible. But let's keep trying. Never lower the guard. Never, you know, to stop fighting. Never to stop walking. Hope helps us to keep going in adversity. That's why we need a good dose of hope always in our lives. I read this image about hope somewhere. Here it is. Look, 
That blackbird explains everything better than I do. The weather is rough. The trees shake outside the window, showered by a strong snowstorm. But this blackbird's been on the branch for 10 minutes, waiting for it to clear up. But he sings. While he waits, he sings. That's hope. To keep going in adversity. Sweet are the fruits of adversity. We said this morning, right? Fruits, sweet are the fruits of adversity. We gain patience, we gain fortitude, we gain perseverance, we gain realism, we gain a lot of things. We grow in many aspects when we keep going, although we face adversity. The adversity is a school, it's a fort of virtues. So thank you, Lord, if you allow some difficulties to happen in my life. And when I go back and I face my daily challenges, Lord, let us face it in a different way. I'm going to face all of this with you, with hope. Part of our, the virtue of hope is to be ready to begin again. The person who begins again will make it to the end of the road. Pope Francis, talking to youth in Lisbon 2023, transmitted that message. Never give up. Just get back up on your feet and keep walking. That's what hikers, you know, sing in the, in the Alps when they hike. The only terrible mistake is not to be ready to keep walking. If you always get back up on your feet and keep walking, you will make it to the, to the end of the road. So let's begin again. Let us learn this. If I fall, I will get back up on my feet again to keep walking. That's for sure a path you know, towards victory. And that's an important lesson we need to learn in life and we need to transmit to others in life. Because we will find our limits. We will face our setbacks, difficulties. But the right attitude is always to get back up on our feet. Why do we fall, Bruce? That's Bruce Wayne's dad teaching his son, Bruce Wayne, the one who's going to become Batman, right? So why do we fall, Bruce? Why do we fall? So that we can learn to pick ourselves back up again. That's what we need to learn in order to be ready for this fight to spread good in the world, to spread the light of the gospel in the world. What we need to do is to be able to be ready to begin again as many times as we need. If we begin again, it's going to be okay. So Lord, give me this capacity of beginning again. Give me this hope. The hopeless person complains and does nothing about it. The hopeful person focuses on solutions and works on them. And precisely because I'm working on solutions, yeah, I know the problems, I know the difficulties, right? but because I have hope, I work on solutions. Then things can only get better. That's why the person with hope is a, hope, is a joyful person. Because he is focused on solutions, not in the problems. Hmm? 
if God is with us, who is against us? Victory belongs to us, Christians in the Catholic Church. Why? Because the Lord has set us free from sin and because he is coming. From the book of Revelation, quote, he who testifies to these things says, surely I'm coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Our salvation is in the name of the Lord. Our strength is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Plus, the Lord told us, I'll be with you all the days of your life until the end of time. It is a good idea to go back to this line when we are in our ordinary lives facing our difficulties. I'll be with you all the days of your life until the end of time. We are never alone. The Lord is always there with us. Blessing us, helping us. We need to go back to these bedrock ideas. Hope when we suffer. It's not by fleeing from suffering that we are healed. We gotta face the difficulties, we gotta embrace life as it comes. That's what the Lord did. The Lord didn't run away from the cross. It was difficult for him, yes. But not my will, but yours be done. The Lord embraced suffering. The Lord embraced God's will. Pope the sixteenth wrote in Spesalvi, <clears throat> It is not by sidestepping or fleeing from suffering that we are healed, but rather by our capacity of accepting it, maturing through it, and finding meaning through union with Christ who suffered with infinite love. Tolerance face, whatever we're going to face when we come back after this retreat. And with the Lord, we will grow a lot. The Lord told us in the gospel, without me, you can do nothing. Humility is a good way to grow in hope because I realize that by myself, I cannot do anything. I cannot make any progress by myself in spiritual life. If I abandon myself in the Lord, if I ask the Lord for help, the Lord will do the rest. Without him, we can do nothing. But with him, we can do everything. That's why we are hopeful. Because with you, Lord, I can do it. Again, with you, Lord, I can charge an army. With you, Lord, I can scale the city walls. There is hope there's going to be a better world if we have the change we want to see in the world. That's why everything starts deep down in our hearts. The world is going to get better the world is going to come closer to Christ if I come closer to Christ. That's the first step, right? San Maria used to say that. First of all, apostolic soul, you. First of all, you. All of us want to transform the world. All of us want to bring the light of the gospel to those around us. All of us want to see fruits, the fruits of our apostolic work. And yeah, we're going to keep working on it. But... It is very important. First of all, you, apostolic soul. If we want to be fruitful in a supernatural way, we need to take care of our spiritual life first. San Jose Maria always said, you know, if we want to be more, we're going to be better, starting with ourselves. Let us be the change we want to see in the world. 
And let us never lose sight of the fact that you get as much as you hope for. When we hope for little, then little things happen in our lives. When we hope for a lot, chances are that we are going to get much more, right? Because you get as much as you hope for. It happens in, every, in anything. If you start playing your hockey game thinking that you are going to lose, you will probably lose. If you are not motivated, if you are not hopeful, if you think that this is not going to work, probably your performance is going to be low. You are going to underperform. Because you ended up convincing yourself that there is nothing to do here because of your lack of hope. But if we set out with lots of hope and we do our best, then the outcome is going to be much better. Maybe you lose, but they are not gonna, you know, it's not gonna be, they are not gonna beat you. you know? So let us have this hopeful mindset. And when things are difficult again, let us turn to the Lord. Someone was having a rough time <clears throat> and told Samuel Maria, Father, what can I do? And I answered and whispered in his ear. My son, take upon your shoulders a small part of that cross, just a tiny part. And if you cannot manage that, then leave it entirely on the strong shoulders of Christ. And from this moment on, repeat with me, my Lord and my God, into your hands, abandon the past and the present and the future. What is small and what is great, what amounts to a little and what amounts to a lot. Things temporal and things eternal. Then, don't worry anymore. The Lord is with us. Let us abandon ourselves in Him. And let us do our best today and now. Don't think too much about the future. Don't think too much about the past. San Jose Maria invited us. Today, now, that's what counts. Let us live, you know, installed in the present and facing the future with optimism. And if we are loving in small things, there will be always hope in our lives. And the important thing is to take care of the Lord in the small things, to take care of others in the small things. I read somewhere this quote about little things. The love of details save, saves a life from routine and turns it into that great daily adventure of heroic small things. A look, a wink, arriving on time, being organized, a please, thank you, or excuse me, a smile, a question, taking an interest in someone, or perhaps a quiet listening, a gift, congratulating someone for something personal, A details, detail of service here, saying good morning, good evening. This is the ground on which a successful life is built. A handful of sand is nothing, but a lot of handfuls of sand are up to a mountain. Let us say yes to the Lord today in our small things. And let's say yes to others in, a, in small things. Because this is the possible thing we can do. I can manage my day today. 
I don't need to be thinking of the future or what's going to happen. I'm just trying to do what I have to do today well. In these small things that I know that I have to fight and make an effort. And if I win the battle today, even if it's a small one, I will see that there is progress in my life that keeps me hopeful, right? We need some victories in our lives. And the best victory you can always see happen in your life is the victory against ourselves, right? Against myself. So let's focus on what I can do today. Forget about the past. And don't think a lot of the far future. Let us focus on the present. But let us face it with lots of faith and with lots of hope. Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. That's St. Paul. Forget about what is behind. Forget about what was not working yesterday. And make a resolution for today. Then you will see that today is better and tomorrow is going to be better. Now and today. That's the deal. Our mother is mother of hope. Pope Francis introduced this new aspiration, the letanies, you know, mother of hope. He said, quote, to the blessed Virgin Mary, mother of hope, we especially commend the present and future of the church. Her firm trust in her son kept the nascent church united in a time of weakness. Several disciples fled and had denied Jesus, others doubted. And all of them were scared, but she infused hope. Let us ask our mother to give us always the hope we need to keep saying yes to her son every day. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.